Welcome to the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. And welcome to episode 8 of the Saturday Morning Gaming Show. It is October 5th, 2019, and I am your co-host, Ryan, joined today by... Lobos, as with every other day that we do this. Absolutely. And today, we're playing Super Mario RPG for the Super Nintendo, which was released in 1996. 96? That's yeah. late. Well, later than a lot of games I'm familiar with on the Super Nintendo, at least, but... Yeah, this was a, a really interesting one because this was developed by Square Enix, correct? Yes. And it was, I guess they just kind of got the reins to the Mario license and they're like, hey, we're going to make an RPG. And, you know, neither of us had played this game before, oh. but I think it would have been cool to go back, you know, Child Lobos, Child Ryan over here <laughs> and picking up a, a Mario game, what the expectations are. And then if people were like, what? What? This isn't what I expected. Uh, so it does follow the traditional JRPG model. Is you know you've got a a battle system that's kind of turn based, but also active. Right. I, I think this game probably introduced RPGs to a lot of new people, right? Because yeah. they're like, I play Mario, I play Jump. I don't want to play that stupid Final Fantasy. It's slow. You don't even move the characters much and stuff. And then they're like, Oh, su sweet Super Mario. I don't know what RPG means, but maybe we'll find out when we play. And then they're like, What? What? what and then maybe they loved it or maybe they hated it <laughs> yeah so we actually just started the game and we're like right into the action oh yeah and so yeah. that's one thing i enjoy because you, you start the game it has like a, a title screen and then you you enter in your save file name which you found out doesn't name your character yes i did i was like ah i'm gonna be clever and name it mario with a y and yeah. then everybody will call mario mario and i'll chuckle and it didn't happen. Have a little laugh here. This, I, yeah, I, it didn't work. In any case, once you enter in that save file name, you pretty much are just you just jump into the world. I like to call this a cold open because it's you you just jump in and it's like, well, what do I do? And yeah. you are exploring Bowser's castle, and you pretty much just run. The first thing you do, you run into the castle door and you fight an enemy. And they don't really give you a lot of instruction. In fact, there's a tutorial later on that kind of tells you how to fight. <laughs> but that's that's probably, what, 15 minutes into the game, I'd say? Sure. One thing I found um, a little tricky to get the hang of is the way that they do their menu. Uh, it's nice because it's, it's very sleek, and I like the design of it. But as far as what buttons you have to press, uh, you've got like the XBAY little formation next to whoever's turn it is in your team. If you press Y, if you press... X, it's items. X is the, I, X, yeah, X is is the items. Y is the spells. spells. B is the miscellaneous. And A is the attack. Yeah. And whichever choice you decide, you have to keep pressing that same button to like, that button becomes the OK button. So it's like, uh, what I'm used to with these types of games is you press uh, item, and then there's always like A is always like the OK. Like, mm -hmm. continue doing this action. But a lot of times... 
you would press like spell and then you would press A to do okay and then it would swap to attack and I wouldn't notice and I'd be like, yeah. oh, I, d I did a regular attack. Dang I, it. I think the real confusing thing is if you go down to miscellaneous, so you've got the B, right? right. And you're like, def and you have defense highlighted. You're like, no, not defense. Back out, go hit back. the B button. And you're like, no, no, <laughs> So it's weird because you have to sort of like click on the A button to basically decline the defense. Right. And I think that was the one that was more precarious than the other ones because again sure. b is always like you always go back, go back there. yeah exactly but uh they do some cool stuff later on uh actually locking out some of your controls and we'll talk about that in one of the oh, boss yeah. fights here yeah now you pretty much start the game with no no items uh on your character and then very quickly you fight these uh double hammer brothers and once you kill them you get your first kind of weapon which is just a hammer and so you can still jump on the enemies and, and such, but right. you don't get your first real weapon. Like if you think about an equip slot in an RPG, you, you're, right. you're naked until you pick up this hammer. There are other Paper Mario games. I think it's worth kind of just briefly mentioning that mentioning those. Later on, they, they kind of capitalize on things like hammer where now there's blocks in the world that you can smash. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do that in this one here. But what they did do, which I really liked, is pretty much every attack that you do and every attack against you, there's like a well-timed mechanic yeah. where you can either block to reduce damage or you can hit the attack button again or the spell button again and deal increased damage. Just increase the efficiency of whatever it is you're trying to do. And that was really fun to just, it kept me engaged. Yeah, I love that. And they really ramped that up in, in the future Paper Mario's, but... I think you might have noticed that in spells, you can't actually guard against that damage. Right, so right. A lot just, of them, yeah. For the most part, I think there were some that looked like spells but were technically physical attacks. And so you could block against those. But yeah, for most things, like there's a firewall or whatever. Right. You can't block that. So. Yeah. And that, that kind of fed into that leveling system a little bit. So what happens is you get enough after a, a couple fights, you'll gain uh, enough experience and you'll level like our traditional RPG, and you'll have stats that go up. Uh, and then after that, they have this little bonus stat thing, right? Which is you're allowed to pick one of three stats. You can have uh, it's attack slash defense. Then you have health. I don't mm -hmm. remember health. Does it's just straight up health. Just straight up health. Yep. And then there's magic attack and magic defense. Mm -hmm. What you can do, and what I did is I just stacked all my, you know, for Mario, for instance. Uh -huh. I just stacked all my damage on, or all my upgrades on, on damage. On there. regular attack? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, but um, apparently it it's, if you want to play optimally, maybe that's not the best strategy, because as I found out later, and I think you knew, mm -hmm. that it cycles between your optimal stats. So, for instance, at level one, we're just making up numbers here, sure. but at level one, if you get, if you choose damage, maybe you'll just get like plus one damage. But maybe at level two, if you would have chosen strength, you get like plus three damage. Right. And so it cycles between the stats there. So yeah, I'm, I, that was a little disappointing to me because it was like, oh, okay, I if I want to play optimally, like my build is already set for me, like m more or less. I don't remember if it's every level one thing, but it seemed like a lot of them. One stat was was better than mm -hmm. the other. Yeah, so. and so you can't do like the oh I'm gonna be a glass cannon because it's you know your 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 bonus stats are kind of incremental there, 
Now, I do want to call out in the future paper morrows. They do, they have like these badges that allow you to essentially equip these item-like things, mm-hmm. and you only have a certain amount of space, so um, you can basically make that glass cannon. But mm-hmm. um, you know, this is their first attempt, and they, I think, they have a pretty solid, solid level mechanic with your yep. stats increasing, and you get some new abilities yep. every couple levels. I think it's up to level 18 is the last level you get uh, your kind of super ability, and Ooh. each character will get their own super ability. I'm not sure I made it to level 18. I think uh, I'm, I was close, I feel like, but I remember 16, uh, definitely. But I think, yeah. I, uh, yeah, so maybe I missed out on the ability. Yeah. Hmm. Well, go. let's go back to the actual gameplay a little bit. Yeah. We just met Mallow, and I love Mallow, and my favorite <laughs> line from him is big boys don't cry. <laughs> I don't know why I, I just that thing resonates with me because he's like this, he's <laughs> oh my this cute little marshmallow who's either got like a pink tuft of hair or a mohawk. I'm not sure. It's a little hard to tell exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it, and the reason he's crying is he's in the mushroom kingdom here and croc this crocodile with a top hat. Purple crocodile. Purple crocodile with a top hat has stolen his his wallet. Yeah. And he 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 came to the town to make sure or to he didn't remember why he had to come to the town. I don't know. Mallow's kind of just like this uh whimsical character that doesn't really know what's going on in life, but he's you know, he's a big boy. He's a big and, boy. And big boys don't cry. Yeah, right. <laughs> he 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 honestly looks like a marshmallow, but he insists he's a tadpole. He's a fro- well. He, I thought he said he's a frog. He's a frog. Like he says yeah. he's a frog. Cause, yeah. Yeah. And but he's like, oh, but I don't look like a frog. He doesn't really look like anything uh, other than just like actually, he looks like the Michelin Man. <laughs> yeah, he's like one one third of the Michelin Man. Yeah. Oh, and I love how every time he casts spells, he just he jumps out of his pants and his <laughs> pants stay on the ground. That's his his equipment, his armor. He equips his pants, and <laughs> right. he actually starts off with no pants, so that's very concerning. <laughs> Mallow is walking around the town with no pants. Jeez, Nintendo, come on. Yeah, but he doing? is your first spellcaster. I actually rolled with him for the whole game because mm. of his personality, and I I liked his healing abilities. He can both. I think he's a pretty versatile healer and damage dealer. Uh, one of the abilities he has that I use almost their entire game was Thunderbolt. Oh, yeah. Which is a very low casting cost ability, right. which is two flower power. We'll talk about that next. It's two flower power and it will effectively hit all enemies. So it's very good at, at kind of clearing out a, a large group of enemies. But do you want to talk a little bit about flower power and how that works? Yeah, totally. So usually in RPGs, generally a character will have their own mana pool, which allows them to cast spells, use abilities, whatever. But in Super Mario RPG, you basically have one uh, pool of points called flower power that you use to cast spells from whoever it is that is casting spells, whether it's Mario using a jump ability. And I think jump does like Maybe not magic damage. I think he. I think uh, jump it, actually does do magic. Does it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I also think jump has a specific damage type t- itself. Oh. Because I was practicing jumping. Okay. And we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. On on an enemy that was immune to jump. Mm-hmm. But then I used a spell and he took damage from it. And you also get a okay. an accessory that is jump shoes that says makes enemies weak to jump or something like that. And I believe that enemies that were normally immune to jump 
become vulnerable to it with that accessory. Okay, equipped. so I think maybe, again, I haven't looked into this, but I think maybe what it does is your damage scales with your magic attack, but maybe it still comes in as physical damage, if that makes sense. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. some speculation there. I'm not quite sure. Um, so after you, you get Croc, you go and kill Mac, who's the first boss, and you get the first star piece. There's seven star pieces in the entire game. I guess we should also set up the fact that normally Bowser is the enemy in this game. But yeah. in, the, in the very early part of the game, we find out that Bowser has also been uh, bamboozled yeah. by some other unknown force. And, uh, and that he's kind of, he's been thrown out of his castle. And... Yeah, and we, yeah, we forgot to talk about that. There's a big sword yeah. that comes into Bowser's castle, like a big great sword just kind of stabs its way right through. Like as big as yeah. the castle. Mm, Huge yeah. sword. Now, uh, we were talking a little bit about tadpoles, and, and I, I got kind of confused on Mallow here, but we do eventually go to the tadpole pond, which mm -hmm. is where we're at now, and these are actual tadpoles, and Mallow has grown up in this area. Mm -hmm. right? uh, he's raised by uh, this... Frog Fuchsius. Frog Fuchsius, yeah. Good play <laughs> on Confucius. Uh, by the way, this game has is loaded with puns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think... When I was watching you stream, uh, one of the first things you do is you are fighting on top of chandeliers, mm -hmm. and Bowser is actually the enemy you're fighting there, and you attack the chain, and do you remember what he says? I don't want to remember. You remember. No, I don't. I, I honestly don't. What does it say? He said, it's a chain attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's... Then we go cut to super mario title and you turn and it then, off and then you're like yes this is the game i've been waiting for this is the game for for dads all around with your dad jokes so yeah. uh, and, and i love i absolutely love these we just got to this the the next uh city here this is called rose town mm -hmm. and it's a city of toads and they keep getting shot in the head <laughs> right and then frozen, but if you look closely, there, I think there's a good reason why they're getting shot in the head. So, by the way, they're getting shot in the head with by uh, arrows. Right. So arrows you, falling from yeah, the sky. Any, any understanding of why they're getting shot in the head? I don't know. They have targets. Oh, Their little that's what I well, are see, just like tar They look like bullseye targets. Right. Well, when you first come into the city, there's a toad that's looking away from you, and I thought it was a target. And oh, then it yeah, got yeah. hit, and I was like, oh, okay. But then he turns, and I was like, oh, it's just a toad. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's what they're trying to do there. And eventually you go through a forest and you meet the individual that's shooting uh, shooting some arrows. And you do this big charge towards him. Uh, you kind of have this like almost like Normandy-style charge of, of arrows oh coming God. down at you. And um, you and Mallow are both running past the arrows to try to get to the boss. And M Mallow trips and falls on his face. Oh, so yeah. like, I just want to give him a hug. <laughs> Poor Mallow. But you get to the boss here, and this is what we were talking about earlier with some right. of the mechanics where he'll actually lock out your controls. So you actually see uh, like X, A, and Y on mm -hmm. the screen kind of like in the battlefield, and he'll shoot an arrow at one of them and sort of lock that down. Then right. you're not allowed to use that ability anymore. Right, right. Which um, isn't too big of a deal, but it's a cool little mechanic where it's like if you get your... Maybe you're not used to using magic too much on on Mario, on Mario, and uh, your a regular attack gets locked out. You're like, oh well, I guess I'm going to use a magic attack or like an item or something. Yeah, Maybe. and and I like that because it it shows that this game's willing to 
play with mechanics and sort of break the fourth wall. And they do that all the time. Yeah. They're not so self-serious that they have to explain why there are Nintendo controls in, a, you know, the Super Mario game. It's like, that's just what, don't worry about it. Just play the game <laughs> and have fun. Just play the game, man. Yeah. We, we briefly went to Yoshi's Island. I don't know if you found that place. Oh, I went to Yoster's Island, Yoster's and I got Island. some I got some big grief with the time mechanic game there because... You're talking about the, the one where you have to race the against race, the other guy? The race against Boshi, which is bad Yoshi, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I don't know. I could not get it to... I, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I've been a longtime musician, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it plays to the beat of the music. Yeah. So I was like... Do, 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 do. And every time Toad was like, "What are you doing, man?" And That's I'm like, not "No, the beat. no, yeah." Not the beat. I, I okay. I'm glad that I feel sort of vindicated there because I did get the sense that I I was trying to time it to the beat. It was like, were you doing like in terms of measure? Like, is it a four four well, thing, so, or are you listening yeah, to the I, big? Well, so I tried on downbeat. Yeah, I tried down on beat. upbeat. Yeah. I tried even trying to like delay it on a weird beat, and nothing worked. So I was just like. Forget this. I didn't even finish the the race. I oh, like, I actually I did. I kind of. I saw you. Yeah. You cookie spammed. And... Um. Now I have a really good. Oh, okay. So here we go. So the next thing you fight is a uh, Punchinillo. He's a bo- a bomb hmm. boss. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. But I figured they could have done better with the the pun on the name. I don't really feel like that's a pun. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out and just see what people think about this. Okay. Bombadarm. So it's like Bombadier. But he's got two really big arms, so it's Bombadarm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh my god. You like that? I sure. Yeah, I'll thank I'll you. I'll applaud that one. There you go. All right. Excellent. I'm available Bombadarm. for writing uh, Super Mario RPG developers. Oh, yeah. If you need some puns. I mean, it's about time they remake it or make a sequel, they, right? Like that, should... that is a this is a this is a whole conversation to have. But there yeah, they need. Come on, Nintendo, please. <laughs> Seriously, in chat, just Seriously. they like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So you make your way through this cave in Moleville. Moleville, right? yeah, because a, a bunch of children have <clears throat> been trapped mm-hmm. in here. Mm-hmm. And Bombardarm is over here throwing bombs everywhere. Yep. And, and he, he actually summons multiple bombs through through the fight. They start small and they gradually get larger. And I think you kind of knew what was happening. Oh yeah. He's like, oh know, yeah. Okay. The the big big bomb comes, <laughs> and. What I really like about this is the guy's like, the, the big bomb comes down. He's like, if I blow up, or I think it was Bombadarm said like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna unleash the big one. And yeah. Mallow's like, he's bluffing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they all the, like push forward. Yeah. They're like, nah, he's he's calling, we're calling his bluff. And then this big bomb comes down and they're like, uh, that's not good. <laughs> um, but it blew, it blows up and they, they kind of are covered in black ash. Yeah, but they, they okay. get the, the third star, and then they do this oh, I forgot this minecart thing, which, by the way, there are a couple mini-games. Um, so when you leave the sewers, you have this barrel-riding mini-game, and then after this um, this cave, or mm-hmm. the, the mine, you have this minecart-riding game. Um, what did you think about those? I thought it was cool. I didn't really get what I was doing by collecting mushrooms in that minecart game. So um, the mushrooms, as I understand it, you can use a mushroom to go faster. Oh, really? And so I think that those are basically like boosts that you can activate. Oh. But yeah, I also am like, all right, I'm going to try to collect all the mushrooms, but there's actually a limit. You can get like 10. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I hit that limit and I was like, well, what now? What do I do now? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. 
after that you move on to boosters castle or boosters tower tower boosters yeah tower. boosters tower mm -hmm. and uh and by the way if you look at the door boosters eyes pop out and it really looks like wario to me <laughs> boosters creepy man yeah it does look it does look yeah like it really wario. looks like wario but i really like this because this is the this is the first area that I really felt they they've been having some fun before, but I really feel like this was like a Friday night. They, they broke out the booze. They had some pizza and they're like, let's just make a video game here because this Booster's Tower is a lot of fun. Booster himself is just like he doesn't know what way is up. <laughs> um, and he's just like almost a psychotic dude that's just like, I don't know. I'm here. Have fun in my tower. Right, yeah. And so he's like riding a train and he's like, <laughs> Welcome to my tower and like all this stuff. Oh my god. But this is uh I think uh Bowser has has found that Princess Peach is in the top of the tower here. Mm. So you meet Bowser and he's trying to break in and they can't get in and Bowser's like, All right, well, I'm gonna join your party and we're gonna be you know, we're not friends or anything. Right. We're just you're joining the Koopa troop. That's what Mario yeah. and you, everyone, you're joining me now, and I love, I love Bowser. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good character in this. He's got his priorities, and uh, you know, he's lost his castle, so now he's got to like take what he can get. But he always has excuses or reasons for why he might be acting like a good guy. Yeah, he's he's. Trying and people to don't really take him it. seriously. <laughs> it's just like there, there, Bowser. You're all, you're a tough guy. Everyone knows. So you break into the booster's tower, and there's a receptionist, and it's a sniffet. And he's like, hey, you're not allowed to be in here. And, <laughs> and Mario's like, I, I'm going to jump on your head, and, and we're going we're to settle this. And you get up a little bit. Uh, there's a, there's multiple different levels of the tower here. But did, have you seen this one? I did that, okay. yes. Yeah, so uh, one of the areas I thought was really fun is you get to this very small area that has two drawn curtains. They're kind of pinkish curtains. And if you go behind there, you turn it into this 2D Mario, and it just kind of plays the Mario song, and you jump around, and it, that's it. And he gets small, and then he mm -hmm. dies, but then he runs behind the... Yeah. Yeah, and then that's Again, it. Again, completely nonsensical, yeah. and has no purpose to the game, but I thought was was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, and then later on, you can find... A, this is actually kind of a secret area where you have to line up, or you have to basically designate which booster came in what order so you're like a booster right, the right. first and click on his photo and that that information is all down in the reception Th this whole section was incredibly suggestive oh <laughs> so, so the, the part where okay so we went bowser, into that room bowser okay. gazes into the chain chomp's eyes and then says i think she's a bit shy if you don't mind not looking and the camera scrolls off <laughs> anyways yeah there's a a lot of <laughs> sort of suggestive things in this game like i i was watching your stream and i saw that that you found princess toadstool's like question mark question mark now apparently that was i looked that up i don't know if you saw but that in in japan it was more explicit than that was uh, it supposed to be like her bra or something no like that? i think it was some adult material oh yeah i didn't uh, know it was uh, more and, that and, anyway you get to the top of the tower and <laughs> i love this scene i i was like actually laughing during this so you get to the top, and there's these four drawn curtains. Of course, Booster is there. So basically, you get caught, and you're like, oh, I got to hide behind these curtains because Booster and all his his minions are, are up there. And they're like, all right, well, we need to find uh, we need to find Mario because they're trying to find, like, the little Mario doll. Toy, yeah. Yeah, and so they kind of come one at a time, and they draw back a curtain. And it's sort of like a... Um, 
It's they, like a, it's a little hide and seek mini game. Yeah, that's a good they, good way. They at first it's just one little snippet who's like he'll walk and you'll kind of you have some time while he walks to a curtain and then he'll pull it back and if you're there you'll, they'll catch you uh-huh. and then they add another snippet and another until you only have one safe spot to hide be- yeah. behind a, a curtain. But I I love this because they'll they'll do a sequence so like you've got four curtains and they'll check like curtain one then curtain two and three and four and they're like, right. all right great I know how this works and then there's two of them that come out and they'll check like curtain one and two mm-hmm. and then like three and four and there's st- still a pattern but then they start complicating things well they'll they'll check like curtain one and two but then quickly run over to three before yeah. checking it yeah and yeah. so there's it's just this really fun thing where you're trying to stay on your toes you're like oh god I, i'm ah I'm gonna get caught. <laughs> and you have to very quickly move here it was just so much fun to to do this because, like I said, it's just it's keeping you on your toes. And everybody was telling me to get caught, but I didn't. I so didn't get I wonder, caught either. Yeah. So there, I, there must be some extra thing that plays out. But either yeah. way, they eventually open all four, right? They open all four, and you're sitting there, and yeah. you're kind of like ducking down. You're like, ah. Oh. What I really like about that <laughs> is Booster, who we've we've talked about, is this kind of idiot. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, there he is! Mario's right there! And they're pointing to the doll directly above you. <laughs> yeah, he, like, jumps back, like, yeah. there it is! There, and so they're like, oh! Um, by the way, so this Mario doll is directly above you, but it's a good, I'd say, like, six feet ahead of you. Or right, above yeah. you, and they're like, oh, we can't actually reach it! What do we do? And so you go over, and you jump up, and you knock the little Mario doll for them. Uh, down for them and they're like oh we got the mario doll well and he directly like says thank you to (laughs) mario and he's like okay thank you very much and they and then they're like all right here to help you out random person which totally doesn't look like the mario doll i'm gonna reward you and then he gives you a password and this is the one place that your save file name matters i don't know if you knew that you probably didn't notice that because here's the password you probably thought it was mario But it's actually the name of your safe house. Oh, no, no. I figured that out, yeah. Because I was like, there's no way they would put Mario. uh, I got a little special thing for us. So why don't you describe this scene for us a little bit? Well, uh, I forget what the the name of this town is, but it's like a toad town. And um, Booster has brought Peach here because they're going to have a wedding. uh, Marymore. Marymore, right. And he's kind of bullied his way. There were some toads that were getting married. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. Time for for uh, uh, me and Peach to get married, so they're they're waiting outside, kind of patiently. I don't know what's happening here. There's some some rustling over here. Yeah. Anyways, you you I'll break your way into the oh pumpkin. Oh man. So uh, one of the things that he doesn't go ahead and grab one of these. Yeah, sure. Basically, yeah. oh, we're gonna gosh. skip ahead because there's a little bit of setup we have to do here. Don't eat that yet. Damn it. Um. So basically, you fight. Cupcakes. You fight. Um. I can't talk here. The chefs? Are you talking about the chefs? You fight, yeah, you fight the chefs. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite bits about that is that the um, you okay. fight the chefs <laughs> and you uh, Booster wants to basically eat an entire cake. You right. Know, do you remember that? I do, yes. He's like, how do we eat all this cake? Yep. And he's like, I know. What you do is you throw the cake up into the air and I'll catch it in my mouth and I'll eat it. And so what I wanted to do... Uh-oh. Was try to see if we could also <laughs> eat an entire piece of cake in one bite. Oh, okay. I thought we were gonna throw it. I was like, that's no, gonna. No, no, we're not gonna. So what do you think? Are you? So here's. The... Oh yeah, easy, man. I'm. I'm ready. Is that easy? I, I was ready to do that before you. Okay. Uh, well, hold on now. Are we is that is that too it? easy for you? No. 
Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know what my answer is. Oh, the chat's saying throw it. What? That. Oh All right. Lobos challenge going on. Put that down. That's not what we're eating. That's. We are eating an entire cupcake in one bite. This might not play on the podcast. Which one, which one do you want? Shoot, whatever I... you want. Good gracious, that's so much icing. There's like three layers of icing. You gotta hurry there. up. We're on a time oh, here. God. Doing, did the I'm cake just the, move? There's no way. All right, well, let's. You can I can't you, do no, this. No, it's easy. Here. Here. Here we go. It's up in the air. Ready? Do oh, it. But... <laughs> mm. can... Don't you love these ASMR sounds? Oh my God. I came prepared, by the way. This is clean water, so. All right. I think, by the way, um, yours is all over the ground. I ate the majority of mine. Chat, can we get a confirmation hey, on that I one? I ate a lot of mine. I took the one that had three layers of icing on it. Oh my God. <laughs> you might want to just dab into here and kind you of just... clean up a little bit. All right. Um, I think we're out of napkins. So I think we wow. pro what we proved is that it's very possible to eat an entire piece of cake. Oh, God. In one bite. Sure. Good job. Thank <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, that's so rich. Jesus. By the way, Lovus didn't know any of that was gonna happen. That was all, nope. all, all me. Yes, that was so much. All right. So now that we know where to resume the podcast. Exactly. Oh my. Exactly. God. We got a mess to clean up here now. That's all right. That's okay. We're getting rid of this house anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the next owner. <laughs> Trash it. <laughs> Trash it. Okay. We're on uh, to the ship here. Johnny. Mm -hmm. I love Johnny. Johnny's Johnny's a cool dude. By the way, how long did it take you to solve the puzzle of what the what was living on the bottom of the ocean? Uh, that took me a good... I would say once I got to that room, I had all the clues. And I had to backtrack and recheck clues a couple of times. But probably between 5 and 10 minutes. Okay. I think for me, it took like 20 or 30. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess several things that worked. Right? Yeah, I, I was like, I guess like oyster. Oyster was there, and I was like, oyster. Yeah, I, I guess corals. I think it was. I did corals as well. Yep. I actually had people in the Discord helping me out, which was uh, was a lot of fun because I was like, oh, hey, nice. what, what's some things that you know start with a uh, a letter, you know, this letter, and it has five letters and lives on the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember who I think. Um, I think uh, my wife actually helped me out with that, and the, oh, the nice. answer is pearls. Nice. Which is, you know, it, it does live in the bottom of the ocean. It's just, you know, you you don't traditionally think of that because, yeah. you said, the oyster lives in the bottom of the ocean, and, and yeah. the pearl in the oyster. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little. I mean, no, it's fine. It's I, I wasn't disappointed or anything. I was just like, ah, yeah, I would not have guessed that as a uh, my first line of guesses. But I guess <laughs> yeah. that's the idea. And actually, I'm kind of impressed with the difficulty of that because. That was, you know, like, that. that's a hard gate right there. So to be able to fight the boss, right. you have to be able to guess that. Yeah. And I don't think it's an easy thing to just kind of brute force your way through. So, like, yeah. you know, imagine you're a 10-year-old playing this game. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know. Also, the tech for that was interesting. They gave you um, one block that you would you would jump into for each letter in the word. So six total, I think. And... Uh, as you hit a block, it would cycle between like four or five letters per block, and you had to spell out the word that way. And then once you had it, you checked a little sign, and it would say yes or no whether you got it. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. And, but but yeah. You, you do go in there and you fight Johnny, and Johnny's kind of like, he's like, I imagine him wearing sunglasses, being like, hey, it's Mario, how you doing? Uh, but you you beat him, and it was that was more of a like a test of challenges. Like yeah. I just wanted a good fight. Yeah. And uh, you you get the star piece, and again Super Mario plays around with the format, and you get the star piece, and then you immediately get stolen back from you <laughs> from the town that you're in prior to this. That right. I think it's like the, called the Seaside. Seaside Seas- town. Seaside mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's these toads that look kind of gray. They, they look like undead or zombie yeah, or something yeah. and and they're like well actually when you first get to the town it's a little weird because they're operating the town and they right. just they, they seem off yeah you know? like the shopkeeper he's just mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I think they just have weird dialogue where they're yeah. like yes buy my stuff in any yeah. case they steal your your um star and then they run off and they try to escape with it i guess smithy they're working for smithy you actually have Johnny comes out of the ocean. He's like, hey, stop right there. That's that's Mario's star. Yeah, he's our bud now. He's yeah. our pal. He'll back us up. Now, he doesn't actually help you fight. True. But he does watch you, which, <laughs> for what that's worth. Um, yeah. But, but those five toads turn into this... Actually, they call him Yard Yardovich. Yar, Yaridovich, I yeah, think. Yeah, and that's, his, that's how the toad introduces himself. Uh, but this is, it's this very tall, gangly... Um, almost demonic-looking creature with a big spear. Yeah, he seems like a kind of piecemeal skeletal dude because he takes his head off that's a spear and stabs you with it and, like, all the sorts of weird things. And he does do this thing where he clones himself. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, it's not one of those where it's like you, you have to hit the clone and then the clone disappears. Right. It just seems like they they now have, like, two versions of himself and you have to just take him down. One both. does have lower health, I believe. Okay. Uh, it seemed that way anyways. And yeah. then, and then yeah, you just finish him. But you do eventually get your star piece back. And so that's um, star piece four. Uh, sorry, that was star piece five that we just finished. So we're going wow. back to star piece six. I do think that star piece six and seven are probably some of the longer, longer portions of the game here. Yeah. You get to the land's end area, I believe, um, before heading up into the sky and... There's a whole section where you're you're using cannons to shoot you. Which, by the way, those cannons were super hard to use, right? Oh, really? Well, I, I could never figure out. Like, I would I would wait till they're pointed to the right, and then I would activate it, and I'd go like straight up. Yeah. Th- th- so there's like a ding, like it'll click and ding, and oh, whenever it ding, yeah, it'll go like ding, click, 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 ding, click, and whenever it ding, oh, maybe that's I missed supposed that. to hit. Okay. And then you would get maximum velocity in the direction you wanted to go. Otherwise, it would yeah, it would be off. But you go uh, to the... Actually, I don't know if you got here before, but to try to get to Bean Valley, there's a sheer cliffside. Right. And, and you can't get up there, so you go to this town. Um, it's called... Monster... Uh, Monstro Town, right? Yeah, that's right. Monstro Town. Yeah. You um, you basically enlist the, the Koopa Troopers here, and... I. I didn't know this, but apparently if you get up here soon enough, you get some, maybe a frog coin or something. I worked at it. I think I got sub 15 seconds, and he just said, like, that was pretty good for a civilian. And that was it. Yeah, I <laughs> that's think, all it was, I think, I think. someone said 11 seconds. Oof. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, I didn't bad. want to do this that many times because uh, you have to, like, jump around early, and yeah. isometric platforming is not... Especially 2D. It, it was really yeah. tricky. Yeah. A little rough. Yeah. Now, uh, so we're we're on the 
let's see here. Is this the Bean Valley? I believe, I believe so, yes. Yep. And so one one section I wanted to talk about here, there's a section with like six warp pipes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're covered up by uh, flower or like dead flowers, and there's a, a little... Um, they're little, little baby piranha plants is what Yeah, they yeah, are. yeah. And there's a little... Um, what do they call it? The shy guy. I think it's the, a flying the shy floating, guy. Yeah, the floating one. And he's watering know. them. And it, when you water it, it comes back to life. Mm -hmm. And then you can go down the tunnel. And one of the tunnels actually has this this chest. They, it's like a mimic. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that wrecked my party. And the mimics were tough. Oh, the mimics are really tough. Because they look like <laughs> a normal chest. And you're like, great, yeah, a chest. Yeah. And, it, and then it comes and eats you. And they're they're really strong. They'll have monsters that pop out of them. Yep. Um, and they'll have they just have a ton of hit points. And they do a lot of damage. So I actually ended up dying and had to repeat a bunch because I had forgot to save for Oof. some time. Yeah. In any case, that's an optional thing. You don't have to do that. But what you do have to do is take the beanstalk up into Beantown. Oh, the beanstalk. You, and, mean, uh, you mean Nimbus? Uh, uh, sorry, Nimbus. Yeah, this is the Nimbus land. Uh, and then you eventually get to Nimbus Castle. And here you finally find the origins of Mallow because all the other citizens are these... They look like they're grown up marshmallows and they're kind right. of more defined where where mallow is this sort of like like a squashed looking like we said Michelin man. <laughs> These look kind of like more like if Michelin man actually grew up. Well see yeah they have clothes on so maybe you don't know that they're grown up. Maybe they just that's, got empty bodies under there. That that's true. Maybe yeah. you, you earn adulthood by earning your robe uh -huh. and then you just sit atop your robe. Fair and, enough. And it's kind of interesting because they is nimbus they're in the sky they're clouds right but his name is mallow so like uh -huh. i mean i don't think he's a marshmallow but the funny thing is that they talk about they introduce obviously not mallow as prince mallow it's this giant bird and they're it's like a super fat bird yes yeah, who can't even fit out the no, doorway don't no no don't make fun of him he gets so so bullied this whole time he does and he is i guess basically the pawn of Valentina, who mm -hmm. uh, apparently wants to be the queen here. Mm -hmm. I don't think I understood her relationship with this castle. If she was, if she came from a different kingdom and was trying to take over, because she does not look she, like anyone else in the. I in mean, this area. she has a pinkish hue, kind of like she some does. of the others. So it's uh, yeah, it's she, but she looks radically different from any of the other Mallow citizens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. You know, Mallow. Mallow is kind of coming to to peace with. Oh, I'm actually. I don't. I don't know what even the race is here, but he's like, oh, I'm definitely no, not a tadpole or a. a no, not not yet though, because they're like uh, Prince Mallow. Like as she introduces the bird, and he's like, oh, that's funny. That's another oh, that's person true. with my name. Yeah, that's right. It's not, it's not until uh, I think his parent. You you find the king and queen. And oh I think yeah, yeah. They mention right. it to him, and he's like. What? <laughs> oh, clueless Mallow. Yeah, but what you, to to break into the castle, you get turned into statues, uh, which is basically that you, you just get painted gold, and then you're supposed to stand still. Mm -hmm. I thought it would have been fun if they allowed you to actually still move around, right, uh, right? And like maybe get thrown out of the castle and have to do it again, and right. just the idea of like them bringing in these statues over and over and over to try to <laughs> try to. Oh, this is the real Mario statue. But yeah, it kind of locks you down here and you have just this exposition play out. One of the things that happens a little bit later is you actually are lined up on pedestals. So they'll have like uh, four pedestals 
and you'll be set on one of the empty ones, and the, all the other pedestals have statues on them. Mm-hmm. And for some, I think the bird is charged with cleaning the statues. Is that what he was doing? Yeah, she uh, she asked him to to peck them to make sure. I don't, I can't remember <laughs> to make okay. sure they're like solid or something like that. Uh, maybe that's what. It was. Hopefully, we'll get to see what it was. Yeah. But in, in any case, you have to kind of jump. As, you have to time it. You it's have to, time it's it. to the music, and also like you can see when he's gonna peck. Yeah. And as he's about to peck you, you just have to jump, and he's like, "What? What?" Yeah. But and, he doesn't realize it right away. He keeps on going. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Wait a minute!" And he backs up. <laughs> And and you can keep jumping here if you want. Uh, <laughs> and, and he starts he, over. He's like, well, let me try that again. He comes back to he goes back to Valentina oh, and yeah. presumably he's like, ah, oh, this statue's wrong. And then so you just <laughs> have to he he comes back or Valentina's like, stop bothering me. And then he goes back and he he kind of rears back and pecks you and you fight him. Mm. But I'm curious if you let him peck you the first time without jumping, if you kind of just skip to this fight immediately. Uh. I don't remember. I definitely failed it a couple of times. Okay. Um, but I don't think it reset from the beginning. I don't recall. Okay. Uh, but after, you know, you kind of just go through the castle. The castle is considerably long, I'd say, and there's multi-levels yeah. here. But we did skip through most of that. Uh, and then you get to, you actually go, I think this is the way it works, or I might have messed up. You go out of the castle, you open up a door, and there's like no floor, and right. you just fall. Did yep. you do that also? Yep. Okay, I did. so that might actually be what you're supposed to do. I think that's how you get out of the castle. And yeah. then And then uh, you approach as, yeah, Valentina is like kind of outside, and you kind of reveal the fact that she's not who, who she says she is, and neither is the prince, mm-hmm. uh, the quote unquote prince. Yeah. And then you have to fight her. And this is a fight that changes i think this is the only time that they do this they'll actually so there's valentina and the bird dodo by the way Mm -hmm. and dodo will take one of your characters and bring it into its own battle arena and it was basically this one-on-one showdown yeah did you did you lose it all to this because i'm curious what happens i didn't lose no because i wonder if you lose to this one-on-one fight if you just lose everything because essentially what you have oh, to do... This. I see what you're saying. What you have to do is you have to kill the the one-on-one fight. Yep. And then you then transition back to the real fight with Valentina and your two other characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without getting too explicit, there is a uh, certain amount of jiggle that happens every time you hit <laughs> Valentina here. So it's really unnerving. And again... Well, that's why we really need a remake. That's... Uh... Uh, Doisum says, if you lose this one, this one-on-one fight, you do, you do lose, lose for good. Thank you for that clarification there. You can't let Bowser die. For me, it was Bowser too who got taken yeah. away. No, so, actually, who did you roll with for? Because I have Mario Bowser. And I had this exact party at this okay. point. Yeah, and I heard a lot of people mm-hmm. swear by Princess Peach as a healer, and she does have the ability to uh, party heal, which is really nice. Her party heal also cures status, mm-hmm. and her, her individual heal cures status, and she gets a res. Um, I, I used her later and it was, she was busted. It was OP. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. It was I didn't like her cause when I first got her, she was mostly heals and didn't have the mm-hmm. damage output. So I right. stuck with Mallow cause I really liked the flexibility of being able yeah. to heal and damage. His AOE her. spells, especially for things like, um, the, the sunken ship, like a lot of things were weak to lightning. So it just, yeah, dead. And the other party member is Gino, which Gino to me sort of it's like you either choose bowser or, or gino and, and similarly you usually choose peach or mallow 
Yeah, Gino's got a high health, um, and he's got some cool abilities. What's his uh, Gino Whirl, I think? Gino Whirl. I used it once, and apparently I timed, uh, I did the, the, the timing part of it correctly, and so it did 9999 damage at, like, level 8 or something like that, and I was like, well, okay, and then I never used, <laughs> I didn't use him again. Not because I didn't want to use, I don't know, I don't know, I just... Yeah, that that so most bosses uh, are immune to that nine 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 damage. There is one sequence later on where you're fighting a sword. If you do a certain thing, if you basically knock out his defenses, you can actually do the nine 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 on him and kill him. And I don't know if that's a bug or that was intended there, but that it is certainly um, powerful for that ability for that fight at least. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, once you finish uh, Valentina and Dodo, you get a key. And that key goes to the uh, the room that your father, or Mallow's father and mother, the king and queen, were locked in. And that, that's where, like we were talking about, they Mallow is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm these these people's child. Yeah. So there's a good self-identity resolution, resolution there. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, since Mallow is found to be the true prince or whatever, that gets you access to this volcano area where there's some guards. Yeah, the hot and, springs, they yeah. call it. Right, yeah. And it's just, there's just a volcano and you... You jump in and uh, you're trying to find the star still because you didn't get a star in the castle. And they talk about a dragon, I think that. That's... Yeah, the Czar dragon yeah, is what we're Czar fighting dragon. right now. Yep. And now this is a. I, I had some issues with this whole sequence. So you fight the Czar dragon, who's you know he's hovering over lava. Right. And then you kill him, and he turns into like this Draco lich, and that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But then after that. You're not done. That was basically a mini boss, and there's no save state here. And so what happens is the essentially Power Ranger. They're called the Axum Rangers. Oh yeah. And they steal your star, and you have to do this little chase sequence, and then you meet up with them on top of like an airship. I think there is a very good debate moment though, where it does the whole build up while you're like the stars floating yeah. around you, and you're like da 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 da, and then music just cuts, and like one of the rangers like grabs yeah, it. I think, it's, like, I think it's Red who yeah. is like the leader here, but yeah. you have the the pink one, I actually have this written down what they do. I believe that the pink one uh, will heal the party. Mm. The black one, I think, only attacks twice. Is that right? Interesting. The red one, I don't really know what it does. It just kind of hits people. Uh, the yellow one does... He's not very useful, but if you attack him with melee, he'll reflect your attack. Mm. And then green one will actually do spells. Mm. So the way I killed it was killed pink first, yep. then green then black, and then it was kind of a toss-up between red and, and yellow. Gotcha. But, yeah, I only noticed the healing from pink, so I took her yeah. out first, and then, yeah. But what actually happens is once you kill them all, they sort of form that Voltron, which, by the <laughs> yeah. way, the head absolutely looks like Voltron that they, they all fill, <laughs> or one of them fills into. Yeah. And they do this attack that hits all your party members for like 130 damage, yeah, it's and that wiped rough. me out. There's no oh, way no. to stop that. And so I had you basically have to finish off the last Power Ranger, and you have to either make sure you're buffed high enough or have enough hit points to soak in 130-ish damage. Uh, so that was kind of disappointing because I part, like I said, I party wiped, and then I had to go fight the Czar Dragon, oh, yeah. Draco Lich, and then back yeah, to the, the Axum Ranger stuff again. But you defeat them, and you do get the star this time, and then you take the Nimbus, the bus. Which is kind of terrifying oh, the to look at. I did yeah, not get it. Oh my gosh, I did not get it, but I'm glad you, you brought that up. <laughs> and it's like it's like a weird giant Lakitu wearing a, a, a bus 
hat. He's got a mustache. Conductor's hat, whatever. You know, you know, he's he official because he's got a blue hat and a mustache. <laughs> yeah. And but, they uh, they float you or cart you over back to the uh, back to Bowser's castle, which you couldn't access because the bridge was taken out. So now you finally you complete this circle around the overworld, and it all connects back, and uh, you you find that all of Bowser's minions are basically like kind of mind controlled and mm -hmm. and you have to fight them or run past them with the other yeah and a nice little touch if you're using bowser i think you have to have bowser in your party yeah you'll actually scare a lot of the monsters away yeah which i was kind of bummed because i'm like i need the xp here you eventually kind of make it to this foyer where there's six rooms six doors yeah and it's like six doors yeah and they they say you have to complete four of them two of them are combat two of them are puzzles and two of them are platforming mm -hmm. i think i did one combat two puzzles and one platforming i ended up doing all of them because yeah. i went through here once and then i came back here again and i was like well I might as well do the others because at the end of each one you get a box you yeah. get a, tr a chest and some of them have really good equipment but all, all of them have good items in general um, the rock candy. I don't know if you ever use the rock candy, but it does like something like 200 damage to everything that you're fighting. Um, so that's really powerful AOE. And then you mm -hmm. also get some some people's like they're second, super weapons. I, I think it's like second best weapons because okay. there are like ultimate weapons that are kind of hidden. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I the one I remember was the drill arm, the Bowser's drill arm. Yeah, yeah, that was. But really I don't cool think one. you get a weapon for each character, right? Um, I think there's only a couple. You get, I think, uh, Gino's gun. I think you get. Do you get princesses? I think you get princess. Tonsils, yeah, I don't think you get Mario a weapon though. Yeah, I don't remember. Now we're in one of the puzzle rooms here, and these puzzles are real traditional puzzles. Mm -hmm. So the one we just did was a sequence where there's 21 coins in a box, and you can pull out like amount between up to four. Up to four. Yeah, and you have to take turns, and whoever takes the last coin. Loses. loses there yeah and the ai there is pretty dumb they don't really yeah, they don't understand try. so that one's pretty easy and then there's another one which is like a lights out puzzle where you know you stomp on the things uh stomp on a uh, switches and switches around it will either turn on or off depending on the, what they are, are currently set to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then the last one is like we've all we've all been to cracker barrel cracker barrel and yeah it's that uh that's that game where you've got like a pyramid of little golf tees and you're jumping mm -hmm. them over each other and have, every time you jump Every time you jump over one, you take the, away you the one it. you jump. So, yep. and, and the, the goal is to one. just have one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you do a bunch of uh, of these rooms, and once you complete four rooms, you more or less get to go to fight Exor, which Exor. I was convinced this was the last fight because I mean he's the he's the <clears> guy <throat> that you saw come down and stab through the is castle. True. Right? Yeah. Um... So I started burning all my items here. This ah. was kind of a tough fight for me. <laughs> so I, I actually just like, all right, anything, rock candy, Yoshi's cookie, whatever. And so I actually am using the Yoshi's cookie right now on XR because I'm like, I don't know what this is. By the way, we didn't talk about that. When you use an item in combat, they don't tell you what the item actually does. You have to, you can only do that. Like in, from your inventory, from your right? Inventory. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to use Yoshi's, Yoshi's cookie. <laughs> and he comes out and... He shoots his tongue at the sword and nothing happens. I, think I was like, what it does seemed that like do? It, it seemed like it might retrieve you an item or something. No, what I looked it up. What it does, oh. it's an instant kill of normal enemies. Oh. But of course, it's not going to work against a boss. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, there's four pieces to Exor. There's his two eyes, a mouth, and his eyes, his, which is like the hilt of the hilt, sword. Yeah. 
and the eye i think you only have to take down one eye to remove the protection right or is it both eyes uh i think they're well it says when you kill one eye that his protection is removed but okay. it also says that if you kill the other eye so maybe it's yeah. even more protection okay. i don't know and so yeah you have to knock out at least one eye and then his mouth i think just you can shut that down to basically limit the attacks he can do at you. Right, right, right. So essentially, you just kind of knock out an eye, and then if you want to just kill him, attack like the hilt uh, while the defenses are down. <clears throat> and once you once you do that, you take away his life. He sucks you into his mouth, which mm -hmm. we find is actually a gate to like another dimension. Yeah. And this is the part uh, you were talking about, uh, well, one of the parts you were talking about where... Bowser's like, hey, I don't need to come with you guys anymore. Oh, yeah. But Gino's like, well, you know, this is a gate to other worlds. If we don't close this gate, people are just going to keep coming and taking your castle, Bowser. Yeah. Bowser's like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and then he talks to himself about how he can convince them that he's only in it for his own good and this yeah. and that. But <laughs> and, and Bowser's even trying to convince Mario. He's like, Mario, you're part of the Koopa Troop still. You got to come with me. <laughs> yeah, you got to come back and repair the castle. Yeah. So uh, this, I actually felt that this air last kind of couple areas were a slog unfortunately it's pretty long it, it area it was long yeah. a lot of combat mm -hmm. um again this is a i think this is sort of traditional though in a jrpg where you've mm. got this is your place where you grind out that that xp to just annihilate the final boss yeah, this you know? is you know the tougher of the enemies in the game there's some like boss refights and uh yeah generally a good place for xp this is always the part in a jrpg though where i turn around and i go okay let's start doing like the post the end game yeah. stuff get so all the power weapons yeah. and stuff and i actually did see you go back and you solve some of those puzzles there did yeah. you end up getting the super suit i didn't get the super suit is that is that from jumping or no or is that the scarf uh that's the scarf is for uh 30 consecutive ah, jumps yeah there's something for 100 also yes i don't remember what it is but I that's think it's crazy a cape or something like that Oh, we didn't even talk about it, but Mario's jump attack has a mechanic where, just like the rest of the abilities that have well-timed button presses, he'll jump on an enemy, and if you hit the the ability button again right as he's landing on an enemy, he'll jump again and bounce. And you can keep bouncing like that, and the more you bounce on an enemy, the smaller the window gets for that that button press well, well, down. so uh, members of the community cited that after 14 it's a two frame window and then it stops being more challenging i didn't verify that but it certainly seemed like that was about yeah the right number there yeah and then you can go apparently all the way up to 100 which i think it actually stops you at that point oh and it then, does and then you can get you get some sort of reward but yeah oh and by the way we'll talk about it later but we did have a contest for it who did. could get the oh. the most jumps oh yeah we'll talk about that a bit yeah, later a little bit we're, we're coming up on the end here um so that shouldn't be too long to get to talk about that but we just completed countdown his name is countdown oh, okay <laughs> and so i want to just talk about this briefly because it's a big clock and at certain times Every turn it advances in time, and so it does different attacks. So at one o'clock it does either crystal or ice rock attack. At three o'clock it does a recover, which is a small heal. Five o'clock is an aurora flash, which does some serious damage to your party. Six o'clock is a mega recover, so mm. that's going to be a big heal on mm -hmm. itself. Seven o'clock a water blast again, another um, going to hurt the. I think it's, it's the an party. AOE. Yeah, AOE. it's an AOE party attack. Uh, nine o'clock you get a little bit of a break with nothing. Ten o'clock is a pedal blast, which I think it just kind of individually targets members. Mm. And then twelve o'clock is Corona. That's bad news. 
don't get you don't want the corona so i i usually just try to burn them down as quickly <clears throat> as possible yeah and yeah it worked out and so you finish that and then you go on to smithy yeah, you Which, work your way through Smithy's factory where you can see all these like weapons being produced. That's and right, because there is a mini boss before this, but yeah, we're in the video we're skipping from the Doomsday Clock to or the mm -hmm. countdown to Smithy here. Yep. Um, now, how did you approach this fight? So, I mean, I started off just attacking Smithy. I always try and test some magic to see what works, and in testing the magic, it showed me that there were multiple parts to the fight and yeah, so like if your magic does it affects all enemies right it, yeah it will, it will point at all the enemies it's going to hit you know yep. you need to cast it yeah you just be like oh here's all the enemies yeah yep and you can also just use the d-pad to check for other enemies but that's not if it's not something you do every time you might miss some some enemies here and there so there's like this kind of uh furnace on the wall or whatever that's like spitting out things and he's smelting them and uh hammering them as they come out and he that he'll spawn enemies that way and Those ads are brutal because they'll AOE the whole party. Mm. I found that if you got two of them, you were done. And oh, so I basically, my strategy, I buffed up Mario with just tons of attack and just let him go on that nozzle that was spitting mm -hmm. stuff out because mm -hmm. you can actually shut that down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, that's what I did as well. Okay. I was like, oh, that's spawning enemies. Yeah, yeah, kill that if we can. And then uh, you do a little damage to Smithy and he, he gets very angry and he starts smashing the ground and eventually you'll... You fall into this nightmare pit of other yeah. metallic-looking well, smithies. Yeah, it just know. seems to be like the bottom part of this, you know, like the boiler room of this whole facility. And it's very creepy-looking. Yeah. And then he himself looks like a silly robot toy, but also kind of creepy. I don't know. Um, yeah. And his but head... He still has the big smithing hammer, and he's using it. He does. That, so. He uses it on his head, I think, and oh. turns his head into various things. Yeah, so, so there's actually... There's a couple different things he'll he'll turn into. There is... He can be normal. Uh, there's nothing special, no attacks. He can turn into a tank, which he has right now. Mm -hmm. And the tank uses strong physical attacks, including an instant death one. Yeah. That one hurts, and yep. Mallow just got hit by... Nope. No, that was just a regular one. Uh, yeah, one of them will come out and just, just instantly kill your character. They also shoot out like little, little tiny bullets. So the other thing it can be, it can be a wizard, which does tons of magical damage, but it's very, very weak mm -hmm. to physical. So mm -hmm. if you just want to unload damage, like I'm curious if speedruns, they just like try to get it to the wizard because it will do, you can do so much damage to it. I know one of the fights, they just they jump a hundred times because it oh, just kills okay. <laughs> like okay, immediately. Sure. Uh, uh, and then uh, he can move to a, a <clears throat> treasure box. And so that basically oh, right. allows you or allows him to do more status effects like poison or scarecrow. And the, the last one is box, which is you just have high defense mm. and he's susceptible to ice, but physical damage is real low. And often what I would do, and by the way, he's got two parts to him. He's got his head and his body. Mm hmm if you knock out all the hit points on his body, he will temporarily stop changing his head. So often uh, what would happen is he'd go to his box form, I'd knock out his body, and he'd be stuck in box form. And, and there, He doesn't do a lot of damage in box form, so I'd use that for an opportunity to kind of like heal up if I needed to uh, get rid of Scarecrow gotcha. or any status effects, and then, then start just kind of plinking away at his damage until he reset uh, to a new uh, head. Yeah, it would say when you destroy his body, he would say... I, I can't move or like I stopped yeah, moving yeah. but then he would move around and attack and I was like I didn't get what that was doing but yeah. that makes sense that so makes yeah sense. I think it'll it'll be like four or five turns he's stuck on that head mm -hmm. and then you um and then he recharges his body there 
He's got a ton of hit points, probably like three or four times as many hit points as... And actually, I, I thought it was going to be a similar situation <clears throat> like the Dry Bones, because when you first encounter the Dry Bones, which happened way back in like, mm-hmm. the um, the, the sea, ship, right? the ship yeah. area, you do a lot of damage. Like, you'll jump on him, and you'll be like, 200 damage, and then you jump on him again and be like, 250 damage, mm-hmm. and he'll just keep taking this, and you're like, what's going on here? One of Mallow's abilities actually shows how many hit points the character has. Uh and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know if you do, use that at all. I didn't use it on the bones, but okay. I did use it on this fight. Okay, yeah, and so and any ultimately the dry bones you just need to hit with like a point of magic damage, and that's the way you kill them. And that's how I, I thought that I was like, is his hit points actually going down? Because <laughs> he's got a lot of hit points, and yeah, but it's something like ten thousand hit points. It's which, uh, yeah, I think it was like a lot more than I. Th- I thought I remembered it being like seven thousand or seventy thousand, but 70, I don't know. Seventy thousand. I don't know if it's seventy. Oh. Maybe it was seven. But okay. also, uh, interestingly enough, what I did it while he was tank form, and it, he said there was a text box that came up that said like "Don't use lightning" or something like that. Oh yeah. And I used it, and I think it was he was like weak to it or something, but. Oh, it, it, interesting. Didn't, it didn't stop him or anything. I was hoping it would interrupt his attacks. But okay. No. Well, ultimately, you kill Smithy, and that was the end boss. And so you get the last star. And I think this is sort of a bittersweet moment because you you completed your mission. You know, Gino, who originally was kind of shown as the star, I think it was a star child or something. Well, he, which, was, a, he was a toy. He was a doll yeah, and apparently yeah. was like... Not possessed is not the right word. Inhabited, I guess, yeah, by, by a star. By star, yeah. yeah, and yeah. So essentially, <clears throat> you get all the stars, and Gino kind of collapses back into a toy, and the star goes off into the heavens to be with all its other star friends. <laughs> uh, and you have Mario, Bowser, uh, Peach, and of course Mallow, all kind of like happy, celebrating the ascendance of uh, this star. So, and by the way, I don't think I've ever seen any other games with either Gino or Mallow. Any other Mario games? Gino for Smash. I would say Mallow for Smash. Oh. Or maybe, how about we just make a new Paper Mario with both of these characters? A a fighting Mario game? No, just a Paper Mario. Oh, just, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we (laughs) desperately need another Mario RPG of some sort. Yeah, Mallow spinoff or something? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Or Ma- Mallow Body Pillow. I'm really gunning for that one. Oh, man. That's yeah. got to exist, right? Some I, sort of Mallow I Pillow. would hope so. <laughs> and so we're just kind of seeing the end um, the end title sequence here. This is a very traditional thing for JRPGs to have is they'll show the places you've been to and sort of what they're up to now. So it's like they're going back to Nimbus land and and Mallow is a prince and he's happy. Everyone's happy. And then it will go on to each of the little areas that you visited and and be like, well, you know, what's going on now? Mm -hmm. I love those, you know? Yeah. My favorite is they showed John Jones like on the... On the cliffside of the sea, just like looking off into the sunset. And (laughs) I'm like, yes, yes, he's... What a what a what a guy! He's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Koopa's repairing his castle, yeah, which is great. And of course, he's still kind of bullying people around. So Koopa is going to be Koopa. That's not going to change. Uh, let's see what we got for star number three here. Is this the the Boyer? No, there this he is. is. This is yeah, the, yeah. Look at that. So epic with his trident. He he almost looks like a like a frog from um. He's from like a shark Chrono, man, from, isn't from, he? No, from Chrono Trigger, that sort of pose where it's like the the cape blowing in the wind and the sword out. Well, you got, mm. I guess it's a pike, but in any case, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, number four, oh, Yoster's Island, and Croc is there. Right, uh, Croc. 
Croc is a bad guy a couple of times, and then because he's like a thief, yeah, and then he ends up being like your vendor, kind of like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So he's kind of a nice guy at the end, I guess. So a he's reformed ma- thief. He's making amends for stealing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Back to the tadpole. Tchaikovsky. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. What's his name? Todovsky. Todovsky. Right. Uh, uh, obvious pun on Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like the idea of jumping on those tadpoles, by the way. It was to cool. Make that song. That I liked cool. it. Uh, it's a bit of a pain to actually input the, yeah. the music, and then I did. I, I did two of them, and then like I would find oh, th- like a clue for another one where all you had was audio hints, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm like, oh, no, nope, yeah? I'm not doing that okay. again. Like that's that's. A- and then we just saw the star number six was Valentina was kind of marrying Booster and kind of creeping on him. And Booster's like, I'm out of here. And I love that. And star number seven is Mario and Peach with Toad with a mustache, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And it just says thank you. That was a, the Toad King or whatever. Yeah. Now, did you know that there was a, another boss fight? Did you know the... Um, oh, I didn't. You didn't? Uh, what other There's boss fight? There's a big Easter egg boss fight. Oh, yes. His Tell name me is, more. His name is Kulex. And it's a boss from Final Fantasy IV, and you need to find the shiny stone, which people led this uh, led me to this. Um, I knew this was a thing because I knew that the final one of the Final Fantasy boss songs was in this game, oh. which it plays while you fight them. And you get the shiny stone, and you go to the monster town, and there's a sealed door, and you can open that door. And Kulex is like, I am from another like dimension, <laughs> and will you challenge me? And you fight him, and it's it's like a super boss. It's like a really tough fight. So you you can get like some really good things. Um, you get this shell uh, before you go fight him. I, I don't know if you found this giant shell that that Mario kicks, and it does tons oh, yeah. of damage. Yeah, yeah. That thing. And you also get this uh, shell dress or whatever that anybody can wear, which is like huge defense. Oh, okay. So I put that on Peach, mm-hmm. and almost anything would just deal like one damage to her or zero. Yeah, I've definitely heard that you can pretty much make her invulnerable. Yeah. So I my strategy for that that super boss was that on her, and then like she was just using rock candy. I used like four or five rock candy. And it's, it was still a long fight, but she was able to just res people as they died yeah. and then and keep it going. Do you get anything special for that? Yes, you do. You get something that, like a really good accessory, I think. It's like 50% attack, 50% defense, and avoids instant kills. And it's like, yeah. So Mario does super good damage after, after wow. that. Um, but yeah, very cool little Easter egg thing. Awesome. Well, again, we have completed Super Mario RPG. So thank you for watching. Yeah. If you enjoy what you saw and you want to support us, uh, we certainly encourage you to head on over to patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Gaming Show. There's a lot of great rewards and tiers there for you to take a look at. And we'd like to give a special shout out each episode for new members. And Lobos, can you believe it? We got another Patreon supporter. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's Liam. Liam. Liam, thank you so much for all your support and all the other Patreon supporters. We really appreciate, you know, being part of that community. And uh, we have a Discord channel, by the way. And uh, I think that the next game is going to be ripe for some um, interesting discourse on the Discord. But before we get there, let's talk about the Hall of Heroes. Let's do it. Let me pull up this document here. The Hall of Heroes is a chance for you to flex your gamer cred. Each episode, <laughs> simply play and beat the game, then take a snap of the credit screen along with your name somewhere nearby. Upload that to Imager, 
shoot a link over to Saturday Morning Gaming Show at gmail.com. I think we're ready. Okay, let's, let's go through our Hall of Heroes uh, contributees for this week. Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Harotham says, you better watch out. I know about timed hits. He does. I, I, I learned about them quickly, but oh my goodness, that jump is crazy. Yeah. Next up, Gaming Steiner. What Thank a, you, Gaming Steiner. As always. What a great game. So much fun to play and a lot of little details that make it a definite classic. Brisk Mountain. Great game with a great story. Short for an RPG, but has a lot packed into it. Keep doing what you're doing. We got Alamaxia here. Who course. didn't leave a comment, but he did have a very long comment for the last episode. That's so true. That's so fine. Cool down. Yeah. A cool down on it. <laughs> Nonsense, Mejia. I had a great time revisiting this game I played for hours as a kid. It was one of my first RPGs I got to play through on my own when I was younger, and I've been hooked on the genre since. Great pick, guys. Can't wait to see what's next. All right, and before we go on to the results, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the, the jumps. So, again, everyone that completed the game did get 15 points, but we had some bonus if you were able to beat my personal best, which was which was 19, how about you? What did you get? To? I got. I ended up getting 24. 24. I was okay. trying to get that 30, but I yeah. just couldn't nail down when that yeah. individual timing was. So uh, for individuals that submitted a high score over 19, so basically 20 plus, was uh, would get an extra five points Ooh. for the Hall of Heroes, and all all individuals did. So <laughs> nonsense, Mejia submitted 21. You get the five points. What do we have next here, Lobos? Uh, Brisk Mountain, also 21 jumps, 5 points, boom. Great. Game Signer, 26. Harotham uh, passed that 30 mark and got 34. Ooh. Is that the highest? It's not the highest. Oh, no. How many more are higher? Just one. Just one. How many jumps did this individual get? I don't want to know who it was. How many jumps did this individual get? It was 75. What? No way! 75 jumps. That is crazy. And who was it? All right, let's say it on the count of three. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Alamaxia. Alamaxia. Congratulations, Alamaxia. <clears throat> he was streaming this, and he sent, oh, in, nice. he sent in a, um, a, a <laughs> video smug. clip of it. And I, I really <laughs> like it because he got the head bob down. You know, it's like the, oh, yeah, the jump. Yeah. You know, I tried that, boom, man. I was doing boom. it. I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's take um, a look at the Hall of Heroes results for this episode. Oops, that's the wrong thing. Yeah, let's see it. All right. Mm. So at Bang. number 15, we've got Kiaku, Splove One, Datashi Senpai, and the Kyle Mac all at five points. Number 11, uh, Yoshi355, Lulu Kachu, Jazz Never Sleeps, and Dog Type tied for 10 points. At 15 points, at number seven is Tobinago. Next are at 20 points in the sixth slot. Now, Alamaxia, because he got the extra five points, he's shaking things up a little bit on the leaderboards. Uh, so oh. he's actually tied for fifth place with Alamaxia. Sorry, Alamaxia is tied with Nonsense Mejia at number five with 50 points. Harotham holding it at with 70 points at slot number three. And number one, we couldn't split them up. Gaming Steiner and Brisk Mountain with 75 <laughs> points. Thanks, guys. Good job with all your yeah. playthroughs. So the next game we've got, why don't you talk about the next game? The next game is a game I played when I was a kid. Oh, so this most one, of these have been. Actually, I hadn't played it completely, so this was a new mm. one for me, but I'm glad that you've already I beat did it. beat this one, but I don't remember like anything about it, Good. so it'll be fun to play through again. The next game that we're doing is 
Mist. Mist. Now, there's Mist. a couple different versions of Mist. I played what was called the Mist, the Masterpiece Edition. It's pretty much the same. So there's Mist, Master, uh, Mist, Mist Masterpiece Edition, and then there's like Real Mist. I don't know how I feel about Real Mist being included here because it is this 3D thing. So I think we're going to say just normal Mist. Basically, yeah. if I'm clicking oh, yeah. around to still images, any mist you want to play that you're clicking around still images will be counted there. It took me about seven hours to complete, so that means that everyone that completes mist will get five points. Now the ending, there's no real ending, so here's how we're going to count you know, the end screen to take the photo of. Without going into spoilers, there's a couple different endings, but there's basically only one good ending. Mm. and. What I want individuals to do is you'll go back to the library and there will be a book that is missing and that book will have sort of like this burned kind of background here. So again, there's nothing to do with fire, so I'm not putting any spoilers out there, but that's the thing. You look for the book that you should be used to seeing that will be missing and then uh, take a photo with your name nearby and that will be essentially the credit screen. Oh, man. Okay. So kind of complicated. Interesting. But I think it'll make sense once you get to the end there. <laughs> now, I know there is a cheesy way. I don't know if, that, if it works for that ending, but... Yeah, uh... it does. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it's whatever. I okay, mean... so here's the thing. Speed run of this game is about a minute 10. If you go slow, you could probably beat this game in five minutes if you really want to cheat <laughs> and ruin the experience for yourself. Hey! The Saturday morning gaming is for all gamers. If you want to be a That's filthy right. cheat, oh my you can gosh. do that. Oh my gosh. I, but I'll know. You cheated not only the game, but I yourself. I will know. <laughs> all right. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, we have reached the end credits of this game. Uh, so we wanted to thank everyone for watching us on Twitch, twitch.com slash Jr., or listening to us on the podcast. Our Twitch airs every other Saturday, 9.30 Central U.S. time, and the podcast releases the next Sunday. So make sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, or whatever your platform of choice is. Yeah, and I did just want to clarify that although our Twitch airs every other Saturday, the next episode will actually be next Saturday. So that'll be October that 12th for Mist. So that's it's a short game, but a quick you, one. you gotta get it done quickly there. And of course, uh, if you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at Saturday Morning Gaming Show at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at Saturday M Gaming. And a special shout out to Technoax for much of the music this episode. For Saturday Morning Gaming, I'm Lobos. And I'm Ryan. We'll see you October 12th for episode 9, Mist. Good morning. My hat has a Nintendo on it. it well, a controller. Not, it's not a Nintendo console. All right. So, shut controller. this down. Shut this down. You're supposed to yes <laughs> okay, and. Okay, all right. We'll, Listen, we'll the come back next time. The people that Goodbye. can't see me 
don't know. Now nobody you can see you. ruined my cause... bit. Hey, guys. Well, good morning. I have a Nintendo on my hat. Son of a... <laughs> <clears throat> hey, it's Saturday morning. I have a Nintendo on my hat. Yes, it looks really good. That's a cool Nintendo you got there. Why, thank you, Lobos. I'm not even trying. 